Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to my podcast, Unbridled with Erin. This is actually the first episode I've sat down and recorded in the new year. Like I know I've posted one in the new year a while ago. I guess I'm, you know, sorry for that. But yeah, this is the first one I've actually sat and recorded this year. And I don't know why I've been so off with things. Like I was giving it some welly before <laughs> the end of the year. And I've just struggled to find the time, but not just that, more more what to talk about. Like, it's hard as somebody who's never really been the kind of person to just waffle on and chat out loud. Like, I do love to waffle, but not by my by myself. I like to waffle along to somebody else. So when I'm sat chatting by myself, I always get that kind of imposter syndrome, like, does anybody care? Does anybody want to know? Uh, but I'm swallowing that today and I'm just going to chit chat to you guys. I'm going to catch you up on what's been happening this year, what's been going on in my life and sort of the plans for the horses, for my businesses and just, yeah, make you feel involved. So update number one, I've actually got a new puppy and said puppy, as I was setting up my microphone, decided to jump on the back of the sofa and accidentally fall off. So I knew this was going to happen. You know, she's been getting more adventurous by the day and I've been really worried, but there's not a whole lot. I mean, she doesn't really respect my commands yet. So there's not a whole lot I could do. And today she, she's gotten really clingy. She just wants to be near me. And I sat down and the back of my sofa backs onto my table where I record my podcasts. And she jumped up and went flying off the side and oh my god to her credit she didn't even yelp she let out the smallest little whine I scooped her up straight away and had a cuddle but she's not stopped shaking for the last 10 minutes I want to say and she's got her tail tucked between her legs like you know when they say they they go off with the tail between their legs like it is the literal between her legs and oh my poor baby girl so I named her Dolly 
after the great Dolly Parton, of course. It was between Dolly and Peaches, but I didn't know if Peaches sounded as good in England as it would in America. She is a Chiwini, which is half like wiener dog dash hund, half Chihuahua. And oh, she is the light of my life and my little bestie. So when she fell off the sofa, I gasped. I, oh God, it broke my heart. Very, 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 very sad. Horsey update. So the plan is to bring Busky home really soon. So I've just got to go over and learn some of the voice commands and stuff like that because it's all quite hard to do. Like it's because they've, because it's Spanish, it's very different to the noises we make here in England. And I'm not sure if I'm built for that. So I'm going to have to go and learn uh, because I don't want to get him back and then not know how to communicate with him. So that is so soon, like literally imminent. Like he will be back for summer and I cannot wait to do some some more riding and some photo shoots in the field, like galloping up the field. And then I'm actually really excited for when it next snows, which obviously I'm hoping is like the end of the year, maybe December, like let's pray for a white Christmas. But yeah, I want to do like a snowshoot with him, like my gorgeous, beautiful white stallion and the snow. So I don't know, that's a dream. It might be a little pipe dream because we don't often get that much snow in England. And if we do, it's normally just a very pathetic, sad, mushy dusting, I guess, for lack of a better term. So that's the plan with Busky. Sonny has hurt himself. Are we shocked? I've always said Sonny's a bit of a calamity, but literally, like he's been so well behaved for, I want to say the last three or four years, like I'm going to touch wood anyway, but touch wood, he hasn't actually done anything silly uh, for a while. But then uh, I got a message from my groom the other day and she said, Sonny's hurt his eye, like you need to come and have a look. And it is like a golf ball. Like his, bless him. I think he's just really whacked it. So there's a scrape on the top of like the eyelid and then the whole thing's swollen. I mean, luckily his actual eye is fine. Otherwise I would have called the vet, but he is really feeling sorry for himself. And then on further inspection, his stable has loads and loads of scratch marks from his hooves all up the walls. So what we're thinking happened is that he got cast. There was also a flood from his water drinker. He managed to like pull the pull the, the plug thing out the bottom or knock it. I, I am not 100% sure what actually happened. Yeah, I, I think my theory is he had a sleep or a roll, he got himself cast and then really panicked to get out because he's also got some fat legs. Seems sound at the moment, but I don't know. I don't really know what's happened. He's got a sore eye, some fat legs and a flooded bed. So I'm going to keep my eye on him, but obviously he needs a bit of a bit of box rest for a few days. And then obviously if he doesn't improve, I'm going to call the vet. But my poor Sonny, Poor Sonny, I mean, he's living up to him. This is what he used to do. Like, But he used to do it before a major competition. I think he was just trying to get out of it. But he's been enjoying his chilled life recently. So I don't know, he just woke up in January and chose violence, I guess. But I'm hoping he heals soon. G is being a superstar. He's just being really chilled. He's gained a ton of weight back. He he really dropped weight when he last went to his trainers when I went on holiday. And he, I don't really think he suits low weight. Like he looked really angular and as such a big, strong, beautiful horse. He just looks better when he 
looks well conditioned and, and thicker, I guess. So he's looking fantastic and he's been a good boy. You know, he's calmed down. He's not trying to rear up and jump around. I mean, famous last words, but yeah, he's been good. The minis are being beautiful as per usual. I'm going to start doing a little bit of training with Gizmo as the summer comes through. Like I still really want to make them therapy ponies, mainly Gizmo, I feel like because he's younger, he'll be more suited and more natural at being a therapy pony. And he can help me because obviously I'm an ambassador for the Riding for the Disabled and I would absolutely love to take him to some of the events or to some of the associations and and just introduce people and then I'm also I live no I don't live I work a few doors up from a children's hospital and I would absolutely love to take him to the children's hospital and just you know I mean he makes me happy every day why not share that with some people who really could use a smile so if you guys have any experience with therapy animals, could you send me a DM or maybe an email or something? And I would love to hear your experience or the process because I want to get started, but it's kind of a random one. And it's kind of hard to find out. Like I can see therapy dogs and stuff, but to find mini therapy Shetland isn't as easy, but I know they're a thing. And then Teddy, he is super chilled. He's loving life. He's living out and getting ridden here and there, but he is an old boy now. So, you know, I mean, I would never even retire him because he doesn't need it. He, he's just gonna live out his days having a little mooch and a poodle. And he's, yeah, he's cool. So that's kind of the update on the horses. But I don't know about you guys. I feel so negative towards horse riding in winter. I've always said this, but I genuinely believe I'm a fair weather rider. And I know that's so bad, but it's so cold and so bitter and wet and muddy and windy. And just, I feel like horses smell worse in the winter. I mean, I don't think they smell bad in the summer, but they just stink in the winter. Everything's muddy, everything's dirty, and everything takes quadruple the effort. Like rugs, you've got to wash more, you've got to layer up. It's it's just so much harder. And it's so much uglier that like... My content is really suffering at the minute because it's just so ugly and gross and hard to take any pictures. I mean, I keep my horses clipped bar G. G doesn't need clipping because he's got quite a nice thin coat or fine coat, probably it's not thin. Um, And they look better clipped, but then they go that weird like gray color. You know, they don't keep their beautiful, vibrant, summer coats so yeah I'm I'm feeling just a bit negative to it like it's so bad but every excuse to get out of riding this past week I have used it and then I mean I'm not using Sonny as an excuse I promise I actually really wish he hadn't hurt himself but such is life with horses and I'm just hoping I get my mojo back soon like I do go through phases and I'm sure you guys do as well but it will come back it will as soon as it starts getting nicer, lighter, lighter evenings, warmer days, and I can wear just a light jacket to the yard instead of 15 layers and hand warmers would be ideal. So that's the horses pretty much covered. Uh, People always ask me when I'm going to compete again. And the truth is I keep trying to book a show, but every time I do, some life-related issue crops up and it just takes priority over it which is so annoying and I I keep letting it do this, but I think going out competing, I obviously have to start at small local shows, which I've never found quite as fun, but I think my brain knows that subconsciously and it's like, oh, well, you know, it doesn't matter. You can do it again. And 
yeah, just so many things. Like I let my membership run out and so many things that have to be renewed that always stop me. And I know it sounds so lazy, but if someone just did it for me, I'd be like, oh, okay, I'll go to a show. <laughs> but having to do it as myself and needing to do other things and be pulled in other directions, it's made it limited. So the aim is there. I will get out competing one day. It's just not on the cards this week put it that way in other aspects of life so I cannot sit still like I genuinely cannot sit still I like having random hobbies so this time I think last year I picked up Brazilian jiu-jitsu I've always really been interested in martial arts and activities like that but I never always never really gelled like I did Krav Maga which was good but hard to keep up with because there was no real federation I've done Muay Thai, which is like Thai kickboxing, which was good, but very physically fit. Like I could not keep up. It was so hard. I mean, I know I know you get better, but at that time when I was learning, I was too scared to go to the group classes and the one-on-ones nearly unalived me, genuinely. And then, so anyway, I found Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and I loved it. Like I completely took to it. And then when summer came, I got a bit busy, so I didn't go to as many classes. So I really want to restart that again because it's just such a good way to pass the time and some really cool moves you can learn to get out of some very real life situations that, you know, if if you unfortunately got into them. But I've just taken up, and this has been a goal of mine for years, ice skating. Honestly, I've got texts with my friends where last year I was like, does anyone want to come ice skating with me, please? Like, I'm too scared to go on my own, but someone please come. And anyway, guess who came? you guessed it, it was Ebby. Ebby came with me a few weeks ago and we loved it. And I've always wanted to take lessons, but I thought I may as well go and just book like a free skate to see if I can actually stand up because I do know that can be a problem after a while. And we took a while, like we like we took a while to stand up and we actually talked about this on her and my podcast that we share together. It's called From Me To Her. So if you want a bit more information on that, we talk about it over there. But we've had a few lessons now and all the gear, no idea, like three lessons in, we've bought brand new skates because the ugly rental ones are just the worst and they smell like feet. So not for us. But yeah, I'm just loving it. Like I just keep thinking about going and like every time we go to a class or have a lesson, we come and we sit and we watch an ice skating movie and I don't know if that's sad. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Or if that's wholesome. <laughs> I was trying to think about this the other day. Like, I am 25 and I spend my Friday nights going for adult ice skating lessons than watching Go Figure on Disney. 
yeah, do with that what you will, but I've been loving it. Like it's been so fun. So that was hobbies. Let's get on to work. So work-wise, I have been really busy. Like things have been really difficult for businesses recently, especially in England and especially smaller businesses. Um, before Christmas, there was the Royal Mail industrial action strikes uh, for, I think, a dispute over pay. And um, whilst I completely understand like th- the situation, it was very difficult from a business point of view because we were posting out all the orders that we got on Black Friday. So it was a strike over Black Friday and it was pre-Christmas. So pretty much two of the busiest times of the year for a retailer or e-commerce business. Um, A lot of the orders placed on Black Friday didn't even reach people for Christmas. And for businesses, I think it was really hard because a lot of customers didn't understand that it was completely out of the businesses' hands. And they were getting very... I think ratty is a good word. They were getting very ratty with uh, the customer service team and basically saying like, get my parcel to me for Christmas, which I can totally understand. I mean, um, my mum actually ordered a few Christmas presents that didn't even arrive till like last week. And it is so poo. I was going to say, I was going to do a swear word, but no, it's so poo. And obviously we all wanted it to get there. Like we were gutted that parcels weren't arriving, but it made things really, really hard. The admin went up tenfold. And whilst I'm not directly linked and involved with that, I still felt for my staff and had to, you know, lend a helping hand. And I felt for all other smaller businesses, you know, businesses that are smaller than my own and stuff like that. It, I really empathized because I felt like it could actually ruin uh, some businesses' reputations because a lot of new businesses, def- well, most businesses actually rely on you know, customer feedback and customers liking your company. And one thing I've learned is people only ever leave you a review when it's bad, which is pretty sad. But there was quite a few people that that blamed the business rather than the situation, than understanding the situation at hand and left like one star reviews. And it was just sort of a lose-lose situation. Like we wanted to get the parcel there, but due to it being sale items, a lot of it was out of stock, so we couldn't even resend it. But you couldn't resend it anyway because parcels were getting there. They were just getting there slowly because nobody was at work on certain days. So it was a mess. And then not to mention that, so things just resumed to normal, like post-Christmas, like with probably about a week and a half ago. And then there was this weird cyber attack, I believe, on Royal Mail again. Um, It basically meant that shipping internationally was just switched off. Like we could not ship parcels out internationally for the last week. And we do actually offer DHL. We offer two different services, but most people pick Royal Mail because it's the cheaper option, which I mean, I would as well. And we couldn't turn off Royal Mail because it's integrated into the website. So hard to explain, but it was a mess again and obviously then people don't understand it because different postal services across the world they're sort of like well why can't you just get my parcel to me but the reason we offer mail is because it's the cheapest one for our customers but yeah so that was hardcore and has not made our lives <laughs> very easy so that business-wise was hard but on the bright side we are launching and when I say we I mean black heart launching brand new hybrids next week this is a kind of a sneak peek if anyone's going to listen to this because I don't think we've fully announced it yet so we're launching a few new colors including a very nice limited one and then 
for my other business, Cobra Swim, our second drop is like imminent. Like I'm picking the day, but it's probably going to be this weekend. I'm going to try and get this edited and up like this evening. I'm hoping it's this Friday, but we'll see. But yeah, we've got the Cobra Swim second drop, which is so exciting. Like we've been working on this for ages like I shot this in I think August so I am so excited to finally share it like I get so bored of the same patterns and colors like eventually I look at them and I'm like not you again so I'm so ready for some new photos new colors and it's just in time for like getting ready for like spring summer I feel like people are going to start booking holidays soon so I like to make sure we've got the options for then I mean I know I am because I get so miserable in January February March I keep digressing but I think I'm going to digress a bit further I feel like January is not the worst month because it's like full of possibilities you're like oh new year new me like fresh start this year February I feel like they had to make it short because it's that miserable and yeah I feel like they had to make it short because it's literally that miserable and it drags I think it just drags mentally for me and then March used to be like a positive month but I think it's been getting colder in England the last few years so I feel like I'm not back to my happy mindset until April so I'm like fingers crossing I can just get through the next few months um and if and I actually think that's the same for the whole of England. Like that's why people get in ratty. Like I can definitely feel that people are nowhere near as patient, nowhere near as friendly, not as understanding. And I heard on the radio today that I think someone in the government was saying that like Britain's biggest problem is being pessimistic. And I mean, valid point, but obviously when it's cold, dark, wet, windy, miserable, not the easiest to stay positive. Like I definitely think my mindset is driven by good weather like I'm I am a fair weather human (laughs) just as a whole sorry I just had to pause to pet my dog she was looking at me like give me love mama and then on top of that I I'm trying to get back in the gym and trying to get back eating healthy but it is so difficult I used to be someone who always had like my fitness body over winter which was really annoying because then by summer I was like ready to eat everything but I've been eating a lot of food and I am loving it like I love food so much but I have gained a bit of weight and I think people on social media have noticed I've been getting fat shamed a lot which I'm not fat I mean even if I was even if you are it doesn't matter like nobody else should have a public opinion on your body because it I mean who cares and if you're happy and healthy who cares however I can definitely tell that people have noticed and then in turn like whilst I don't I don't listen to negativity when things are slightly more accurate it is harder to ignore because I thought oh I've gained a bit of weight and then someone goes oh is she pregnant or you've gained a bit of weight and I'm like yeah no no I have not pregnant but I've definitely gained a bit of weight and that is a little bit harder so I'm trying to tone up and not for people on social media just for myself I feel a little bit more comfortable when I'm a little bit not slimmer but just a bit more toned. So I'm trying to get back into the gym and trying to make slightly good choices. And when I say good choices, I mean, I had one bag of crisps today instead of two. That's kind of what I mean. So it's still on a very healthy, happy scale, but that's happening at the moment, but it's dark when you wake up. So it's hard to get up and go into the gym in the morning. And yeah, my motivation is is low, but I'll get there. 
we'll get there. We've all got this. If anybody needs a bit of motivation for the gym, for, for anything, then here it is. I am your motivation. Just get up and do it. Give it a go. Why not? See, I could be a motivational speaker. Like, was that not profound? The last thing really to update you guys with is like personal life. So I have had a lot going on in my personal life. And I think I'll share this in a different podcast or potentially on mine and Ebby's. I always get really uncomfortable when my personal life comes into it because I feel like I share so much on social media that it feels good to keep a little bit private um especially like relationships boys um I keep my friendships a bit more public but not obviously the ins and outs and if anyone followed me from the very start like the OGs you will know I was quite public about my relationship with my ex-boyfriend and this is when I had like under 10,000 followers so it didn't really feel like a big deal at the time but whilst I was with him I grew my TikTok and I got quite a few followers. So people still ask me to this day, him and I broke up two years ago on really good terms, just, you know, to point that out, like he's a lovely boy, but we broke up two years ago and people still ask me to this day, how is so-and-so or didn't you have a boyfriend from this location? And I'm always like, oh gosh, imagine if I was distraught, like imagine if I'd been devastated or if he'd cheated or done something wrong how awful that would be to keep reading it. So I do typically a bit wary about what I share, just for that sake, more like self-preservation. But I did recently have like the most awful experience ever uh, with an ex-boyfriend. And when I'm ready to talk about that, I will. I'll, I'll dish the dirt for you guys and share the gossip because it was awful. And it just, it, it makes me lose faith in humanity and men. Like I just, one thing I will say is I hate liars. Like if you can ever do anything, just don't lie. Like telling the truth is so much kinder to everyone involved. Um, The only good thing though that did come out of this situation that I'm being weirdly and unnecessarily cryptic about was that I made a few new friends. So I became friends with a few of the girls that were involved, let's call it, or... I mean, they were like victims, I guess, for lack of a better word too. And I've got a few new friends from it, which is quite nice. I always love a good new friend. But yeah, like it's just been a lot on the brain. I said at the start, I don't know why I've not managed to do any podcasts. And this sounds fair enough why I've been a little busy. But I hope you guys enjoyed this update. God knows what this sounded like. I was rambling and you probably don't even want to know all this, but here you go. The next episode, I'm going to try and get another guest on so we can talk about something a little bit more interesting than just me and my my woes. But thank you for listening. Please do like and subscribe and drop us a follow on Instagram. The podcast is Unbridled with Erin. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.